0: Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca.
1: Good afternoon, Super Top Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's The Good Things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Rhino in studio today. So go ahead and get a jump start on planning a fun Mississippi getaway. Everything you need to know is over at visitmississippi.org. You can slide on over to supertalktv.com and watch the show from your mobile device or computer if you like. I thought it would be a good thing to kick off our day, hump day, with some good news. I think we can always use a good headline or two particularly when it's talking about uh, Mississippi and our fellow neighbors and friends. And that is exactly what the Good Things Facebook group is for. So some of these have been posted there. So you can always go get the full story if you would like. But one comes and hits you in just all the feels. And this was a post written by Holly Wilkes. She is the assistant principal with Choctaw Tribal Schools and Choctaw Central High School. And she just poured her heart out about something she witnessed at the 1A, 2A Power lifting championship over the last, I think it was last week. My dates may be wrong. It has passed. And at like teammates do, they took care of each other. And so one of her lifters from Bruce did her first lift on squat. If you know anything about the sport of powerlifting, it's three uh, movements. It's a bench press, back squat, deadlift, and then a total uh, of those three. You have winners in each lift, and then you have a winner in total. And anywho, and there's rules and regulations. So this young girl got up She first up was her squat Her back squat when she was coming off the platform, a judge walked up to her and her coach and told them that she couldn't participate with beads in her hair. And she had had her hair nicely braided and had had some beads at the end because there are just rules and regulations about, and that they consider that, jewelry. Obviously, the young lady just didn't realize, and it was an oversight. And kudos to the judge for not discounting um, that particular lift. It was like a fair warning. However, if you've ever done sport of weightlifting powerlifting a clocks ticking and depending on what your next lift is going to be will determine how much time is in between um, your two lists or how much rest you get. Usually they load the bar. They never unload it. And so if, you, if you've got five people in between you, you may have five minutes. If you're the next person going up, then you are the next person um, going up. So I'm not real sure how much time this young lady had to get the beads out of her hair. But the post that's going viral is the fact her, all of her teammates rushed her head like a flock of bees. I don't know if bees go in flocks. Swarm, swarm, swarm of bees and started taking Taking the girls' beads out for her because obviously she wasn't going to be able to get them all out um, by herself in time, and um, and the principal had uh, the good knowledge to take a photo and and recognize this is teamwork. This is everybody rallying together to help out a teammate to get them back in the game, being able to do uh, what needs to be done, and so and it worked, and so she was able to get them get them you know get to compliance for her next lift and move. On to uh, to go on and to continue to continue with um, you know with what she had worked so hard to work up for for the uh, championship. So
2: if I'm not mistaken, it wasn't just her teammates; it was also fellow competitors that stepped in to help out.
1: Good deal. That's who makes it even. That makes the story even sweeter, right? They just noticed that hey, we're all in this together. It's not a. It's yes, it's a competition, but let's rally around and help out a uh, a fellow who's you know just trying to have the opportunity to show their best on the platform that day and wow man This post has been shared um, almost 30,000 times, like 20 over 28, 29,000 times. And so it goes to show that, again, we we do look for the good things. We have a want for them, and then we want others to see it. And so it always makes me smile to see uh, something like that. And that didn't even have to come out of Mississippi to be a good story, right? Like that is quintessential just, oh. Warms your heart, all the feels, and it's the type of you know good medicine the soul needs each day. Um, but then the fact that you know it is from our state makes it a little bit uh, better for us at least. And to watch that people it gained momentum and went viral for all the right reasons. So kudos to the team, kudos to the principal, the coaches, everyone who um, who stepped up to to help that young lady out. That will be a moment in sport that none of them will ever forget even if they don't recognize that it went viral it doesn't matter that the story got read it's just in that moment that young lady will remember all those people coming to help and what it means to have camaraderie like that
2: yeah because there were so many people helping her that she had to put her hands down because she was getting in the way of everybody else helping
1: Yeah. Which I think is just, is super, is super cool. And if you've ever gotten your hair done, I mean, it's kind of relaxing, but this did not look relaxing. They were on a mission to help this young lady. To help this young lady out, if you want to see the video and read the whole post and be part of the um, sharing it on, please do. Many of you liked it uh, in the Good Things Facebook group. It's definitely uh, gets five stars, two thumbs up. It's the best kind of feel good um, post to be sharing around. Another good one, I don't know if I've shared it yet there. I'll go back and look. Is our very own Natchez has been selected as one of the South's best small towns. I think we kind of knew that here. We got to admit we have uh, a lot of good small towns in our great state. But But it's always fun when an outsider recognizes it. And this was by Southern Living Magazine's Reader. And in the magazine's best 2022 contest, Natchez came in eighth in the South's best small town uh, competition. And they noted that its location to the Mississippi River makes the most of the rambling waters and its borders that you can take a walk you can have nature views you can get history you can take tours you can bed and breakfast you can eat to your heart's delight there's just a lot of fun uh, things to do um, there and so i thought that was that was kind of cool and good company as well uh, making it into the top ten you can see the whole list over at supertalk.fm but let's see who came in first Uh, Bayfront or Belfort South Carolina and then what's right under it Decatur Georgia so it's out of 20 so we're in the top 10 we are not only above average but we're in the we're we are above average we're in the top hey no fair both Beaufort's on there twice is it where it's
2: in both Carolina you got Beaufort South Carolina came in number one and Beaufort North Carolina came in number five
1: well that shouldn't be allowed no fair. No fair. No fair. <laughs> Natchez is, you know, the biscuit-making capital of the world, so they say. Uh, but Southern Living also, remember, recognized Jackson's Campbell's Bakery as one of the best bakeries in the South. They don't make biscuits, but they make pedophores and cupcakes and everything else from sugar and flour galore. So Southern Living, man, they just been hanging out in Mississippi for a while. But they can they can stay here for all we care. Just keep on sending people our way
2: pedophore is one of those words that I feel like it came out of nowhere
1: hmm like <laughs> like how did how did like we wind up here a decade
2: ago I was eating the little jokers whenever I went to a fancy enough event to have them but I didn't know what they were called
1: pedophores you can only now you can eat many you might could get two you can you can but it is something that you probably won't if they're dense and delicious and rich, and high in sugar, and they're pretty, and they you know and they only takes like what two bites and they're gone. But oh, there's yeah, something but it's, it's satisfying. Got the,
2: the right ratio of cake to icing,
1: and it's definitely something when you get an invitation in the mail, wedding shower, baby shower, that kind of event. If you know who in your um, Family circle or church circle who makes them by hand, because not everybody can make them by hand, and they will only do it if someone's getting married, someone had a baby, happy occasion, kind of set out on the like little tea cake. Tea oh, yeah, you got to have the
2: multi leveled little display.
1: Behind the little display, all the things. And you think to yourself on your way there, there's going to be pedophores. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean those are the type of things that don't just get made every every uh, time. I had a friend when she was pregnant. She, that's what she treated like. Usually, ladies who are expecting, if you you start out and you go to the doctor like once a month, and then you start seeing your doctor every two weeks, and then you say you know, and then it's downhill from there. And but you would find something to treat yourself with on those appointments to kind of just you know get a pedicure or you know whatever. She would get pedophores. Every time she left her doctor's office, she was headed to her local bakery and she was treating herself to pedophores. And even when it got down to going every week, she was like, dang it, I'm never going to, you know, <laughs> I've earned it. The baby needs the extra calories. And so they got used to what her doctor's schedule was. That was sort of her thing to do because it's not something you just make for for yourself. I think they are named that because I can eat about four of them oh man you can but then you just have that like
2: you're just sitting a little heavy the you're rest just of the sitting day. a
1: little heavy the rest of the day but you know what's good with pedophores a good cup of coffee and one of our very own mississippi roasters is at the u.s coffee championships and we're gonna get a behind the scene look coming up next
3: Give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Bring your truck or trailer. Callaway's offers bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Refilling your propane tank is always a better option, and Callaway's is a propane refilling station. When you refill, you get more propane for less money. Callaway's and Glutstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown Hall.
4: Callaway's is, Callaway's is, everything for home and garden. That's what Callaway's
1: is. Have you heard?
4: Fillmore more buick gmc you drive everything we do at batteries
0: plus we do more than fix phones and tablets we help our neighbors power their lives visit batteries plus in-store curbside and online for fast and reliable phone and tablet repair learn more at batteriesplus.com
5: This is Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental. We are proud to offer the most up-to-date technology to ensure you are receiving the best possible dental care. Book your appointment online today at CapitalDentalInc.com. That's CapitalDentalInc.com.
2: in the morning I'm
0: drunk off last night's whiskey and coke She'll make me shiver without warning And make
2: me laugh as if I'm in on the joke And you can stay
3: with me
1: forever delay in planning your mississippi getaway everything you need to know is over at visit we hope you take your browser over to supertalktv.com you'll see i'm not alone kenneth thomas of humble coffee out of Bull is coming to us from boston and it's he's not being rude he's not taking a phone call while he joins us here on good things we've got video and audio and we're working it all together so hey kenneth how are you i am doing well how are things in boston what's the weather like
5: well, it is drizzly, and it's about 46 degrees, so I would rather be in Mississippi right now.
1: Well, that's, we, are, we are doing better than that here uh, yeah. in the south, but you know that can change um, on uh, at any moment with Mother Nature down here. Okay, what takes you there? This is the U.S. Coffee Championship. It feels like a big deal. Did you have yeah. to win your way there? Tell us how Humble Coffee made it to Boston.
5: Yeah, so this is, for me specifically, this is the U.S. Coffee Roasters Finals. Um, And so I am among one of 22 uh, specialty coffee roasters in the U.S. that have made it to this um, final round. And if I win, then in June I get to represent the U.S. in Milan, Italy, which would be cool.
1: Oh, do you need do you need a media to go with you? Because I feel Absolute, like Rhino absolutely. and I would totally do a remote there for for you.
5: Yeah, <laughs> yeah we need we need some. They, they let us have one coach, so you could you could be my coach.
1: I, I will be the best hype man you have ever seen, uh, Kenneth. I'll drink all the coffee. I did a get bet. someone asked, oh, a coffee uh, contest is that? How much caffeine can you withstand in so many hours? Is that how many cups you can yeah. chug? You know, and so when you think of a, a Of a coffee contest you mentioned the roasting part is that the only part of the contest or there multiple divisions
5: multiple divisions so they have what's called the barista championships Uh, they have what's called Brewers Cup which is basically who can you know all these different ways make the best of the coffee they're given they have what's called cupping which is actually tasting the coffees and being able to tell that there's a difference between different cups um, there's mine with the roasters, and then there's what's called coffee and good spirits, which is um, basically cocktails with coffee in you know? them. So, bunch of bunch of coffee people here,
1: bunch of coffee people there. And in the roasting division, I can only imagine how marvelous that that specific hall smells or wherever yep. you're at. Because that is one That's of, right. whether you like coffee or not, 90% of people at least appreciate the smell of, of fresh roasted coffee. But this isn't the making of the coffee. This is, the I guess, the roasting of the beans. So how long have right. you been preparing for this? I mean, do you take X number of bags of beans with you? Do you pre-roast them in Mississippi and then have it there? Like walk us through that.
5: Sure so for the for the quarterfinals, yes, they send us beans and we all have to roast them and then present at competition with them. but for the finals, um, you show up and they tell you what beans you're roasting and they give them to you and you go from like you know ground zero so it's actually a long uh, competition because you have to um, what we call sample roast and, you know, production roast, and taste it, and all this other stuff.
1: And then you get down, I guess, to finding your right recipe or your, the way that you are able to do it, or, I mean, what, right. what makes one roaster different from the other?
5: Yeah, it's, uh, so when you look at coffee, about 50% of what you taste in the cup is going to come from the farm. You know, by that we mean where it came from, pH of the soil, how it was processed, how the farmer took care of it, stuff like that. About 30% comes from what the roaster does. Um, just kind of think of us like chefs, basically, but just for coffee. Um, and then 20% of what you taste is, is actually how it's brewed, if that makes sense.
1: And then the judges, are they coffee snobs from everywhere or are they your oh, yeah. everyday joe's off the street? I see I feel like there needs to be, you know, a mix yeah. uh of of judging there because if you can wow someone off the street versus wowing someone who knows what they're tasting, then that should, you know, that should hold some weight too.
5: Right. So, yes, they have like their their uber, you know, uh, educated coffee people and you know, they have to be calibrated to each other as far as um, you know how they're judging and scoring the different coffees um, so so they have to taste a lot of coffees
1: so you started humble there in Starkville how many years ago now Kenneth
5: 2017 so about four years ago
1: four years ago and did you ever think that you would now be at the you know u.s. coffee championships doing what you just started as a hobby
5: um y- yes and no uh no being the the um uh i don't think i would have gotten to this point the yes being um i knew what coffee i know what coffee can be as far as uh the quality and how it tastes and how good it can be for you and stuff like that and um so i wanted to pursue that really hard and and so Yes, ultimately, this is one of the places I, I thought that you know I could be at some point.
1: Just getting to that uh, part of the of the competition. I mean, I would feel like that would be an interesting thing to get into in terms of you know we you know here on good things we've had everything from. Um, Pork or cooking contests, and we've got chefs everywhere now. It feels like on TV representing Mississippi, we have uh, roasting t- or um, thinking pig roasting teams, barbecue teams. That's the word I was looking right. for. But I mean, it is a pig, but barbecue is yeah. a little bit nicer to say than, than pig roasting competitions. You know, it does. Do you feel, or I know right now in Boston, it's nothing but coffee people. Do you feel like folks are, are catching on to the talent that it takes to create a great roast?
5: I think in Mississippi, yes. Um, you know, there, there honestly are some other parts of the U.S. that, um, they, they get it, um, you know, more than say we do, but, um, it doesn't mean that we can't lead, you know, and, uh, so I'm hoping that we can just kind of keep doing what we're doing and keeping our nose to the grindstone and, and just produce some good coffee.
1: How long are you going to be in Boston?
5: It's actually a long time. So it's it's from today. I just got in today until Monday. Because um, like I said, it's a, you know, you have to like, for example, when you roast the coffee, you then have to let it sit uh, for a certain amount of time before, you know, you can taste it and all these other things. So anyway, it's fancy. It's fun.
1: It's, that's fine, I think it's cool that you know we have a representative there from Mississippi, and again, remind us you are one of twenty three right that got the invitation to come where yes. is there anyone else close to the south? Do you have any other southern competitors there? Or are you representing the whole southeast?
5: Well, there's a guy that's from um that's from somewhere in Tennessee, I think he's probably my closest, and he's probably. I'd say at least four hours away so so nobody anywhere close, and then even in the quarterfinals, uh I beat out um some of the bigger roasters um that had some some folks there so that was and they're good friends of mine, but um that that was kind of fun and just shows that you know you can do it if you should put your mind to it
1: so what's the hardest part? Where do you think is where makes a good roaster from a great roaster?
5: Um, I think it's, uh, I think that it is, you know, how much time they put into the education. And then you always have to taste your coffee um, when you get done with it um, and make sure that it's um, uh, what you are wanting. And that's that's really your biggest feedback is is tasting your coffee always.
1: Have you ever been on the competition floor and... Took a sip And wanted to spit it out And go No
5: Not not with my coffee Um, I have had Some friends That uh, You know When they were in Doing their actual Production roast For their uh, Their beans Yes Theirs did turn out uh, Bad And you know Who's to say Mine doesn't this time But You know We use different Roasters The actual machine Than what we're used to And so That's part of it, is you have to learn how to just kind of adjust.
1: Well, that would be like using a different oven or, you know, a different mixer or something like that. Well, Kenneth, I know you got a lot of other cool things going on back home and start full with Humble Coffee, so we're going to keep the coffee talk here on Good Things.
2: Why they put coffee in the coffee in Brazil. No tea. No tomato juice, you'll see. No potato juice. The planters down in Santa's all say no, no, no. So you let to the local color, serving coffee with a crawler. Duncan doesn't take a lot of skill. They've got an awful lot of coffee, an awful lot of coffee. Man, they got a gang of coffee in Virginia.
3: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 60% chance of showers and thunderstorms high near 81. Tonight, a 30% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, low around 46. For Thursday, sunny skies high near 69 degrees. And for your finally Friday, sunny conditions high near 65. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Selling your vehicle? We'll buy it. Need to put it on our lot? We'll consign it.
1: It's Alyssa Arbuckle and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Gas prices remain at record levels, driving the demand for electric vehicles. Fox's J. Car Alexis with more.
4: Park West
3: and Mobility Works service manager Nolan Donahue has never seen more demand for electric vehicles. Fuel prices going up obviously drives the market for electric vehicles. Maxwell Vehicles CEO
4: Max Pfeiffer says supply chain issues are making it hard to complete orders. Your demand ends up being you know 150% of what it was pre-COVID with the supply chain that's running at 50 to 75. 5% of what it was pre COVID.
1: U.S. regulators have opened a probe into electric vehicles after five automakers issued recalls for battery defects. Lillian Wu has the details. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration says a probe covers more than 138,000 vehicles with batteries made by LG of South Korea. General Motors, Mercedes Benz, Hyundai, Stellantis, and Volkswagen have issued recalls since February of 2020, most due to internal battery failures that can increase the risk of fires.
0: Upbeat, positive, and stories that make you smile. This is Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Supertalk Mississippi, the Supertalk app, and at supertalk.fm.
1: good things want to encourage you to do go on an adventure in mississippi so go to visitmississippi.org to find out more super talk mississippi will be at pearl river resorts dancing rabbit golf course coming up tomorrow for the start of the masters so stop by and see why the dancing rabbit golf club at the pearl river resort is one of the Southeast's most acclaimed golf courses so that's sports talk mississippi right after good things at the pearl river resorts dancing rabbit golf course coming up tomorrow but still still here on good things we're Continue in continuing our conversation with Kenneth Thomas. He is the founder of Humble uh, Coffee out of Starkville, Mississippi. He is their extraordinaire roaster, or roaster extraordinaire, should I say it in, in that way. And he's coming uh, to us from Boston because he's there at the U.S. Coffee Championship, which is just getting kicked off. So we don't know whether you've won or not yet, Kenneth. You are setting nope. the stage for that. But back home in Starkville, you've got your other roasters putting out Humble Coffee left and right for the subscription um, service as well as for um, retail business. But what else you've got kicking off uh, today?
5: So today we launched a podcast show called Coffee 101, which is a coffee education show for what I would call the Coffee Curious. Um, so really anybody out there who just wants to know a little bit more about coffee and and I'm, I'm really excited about
1: it.: So why did you feel like Kenneth? because I know you have uh, you're our doctor by day, a coffee roaster by night, but obviously by the day too, you, you juggle them both. <laughs> um, and you've always even here on good things, talked about the health benefits or just the good science behind coffee or the bad science, or um, busting myths behind the bad science around coffee. So why did you feel compelled to make an educational uh, podcast around it?
5: Well, I looked at I looked at podcasts that are out there for coffee, and, and most of them, and there are some good ones out there, but they're really geared towards people in the coffee industry. Um, and I, I just, coffee can be such a great uh, drink as far as, like, quality of the taste, um, the health benefits, all that kind of stuff. And I thought, you know, I, I just really, I, I want to get on my, coffee industry friends together and just from from the simplest question being what is coffee you know and, and then just building up uh, from there like a a coffee knowledge um, so it's all chronological um, or you know goes in order um, and just kind of kind of builds up
1: how many um, are you going to do it by like seasons how many episodes are you have you already recorded or is it weekly yes. how does it work
5: it's weekly, so every Wednesday a new episode will drop. Um, and today, since it started, we have um, the trailer is out there, and then there are seven episodes that we had already recorded um, that are out there. So, so anybody um, you know can go to Apple Podcast or however they listen to podcasts and just follow and if it would really help us out if people, you know, my fellow Mississippians would just follow and listen and even rate the podcast today, because that would really kind of help put us out there and, and get in more of the mainstream as far as, as coffee education goes
1: you mentioned starting with the with the question what is coffee i mean i feel like it's like are you insulting our intelligence ken i mean we all know what it is it's jesus juice right like it is it is the gateway to the holy spirit at least in the mornings for most of us but but how do you answer that question
5: yeah so it's so well first thing i'd say go and listen to the coffee 101 podcast look it up coffee 101 but i'll go ahead and tell you the the short on that so the main two reasons that people um drink coffee is the caffeine and the taste it now is. historically it has almost always been the caffeine but more recently um the quality has gone up and so so taste has gone in there but but then another big what I'd call close third is is the community um or like that that atmosphere that you drink the coffee in and the people that you're around that you know those memories that you that you build you know cuz you could have a bad cup of coffee and it's the best cup of coffee ever you know if you're sitting out you know on a deck looking out at the beach
1: you, you have a big point there. You have a, um, a unique point there. I hadn't thought about it. You know, I mean, every morning I start my day with a cup of coffee, and usually that's my husband and I's time to get like five to ten minutes of just catching up um, before, you know, the girls wake up and we get on of our day. And then I grab my cup of coffee every afternoon before joining our friends here on Good Things. But so many have their memories of drinking coffee with their grandparents or going to that local spot um, or gas station to grab a cup in the morning with the with the more wiser generation right or enjoying a cup of coffee with a slice of pie after a family uh, dinner and I, you know when you really stop to think about it it is very much a communal drink as much as it is a get up and go 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 which is my primary reason of loving it or at least I think it is but maybe it's a deeper than that for me Kenneth you got me thinking
5: yeah no and, and that's the thing is uh that's what we're trying to tackle is is uh let's let's see if we can sneakily educate people but in a fun and educating way. So that's what Coffee One O One is all about.
1: Well I always uh took away from your time here on Good Things about if you could improve the quality or nutrition of the things that you take in every day anyway, then over five, ten, fifteen, twenty, whatever years, the compound interest Of those added antioxidants or um, health benefits, you you know you may not be able to measure you know how much that helps you. So with coffee, if you are a coffee drinker, I mean there's a good opportunity to look for a a, a more quality product. So what's what's the biggest I guess um, gap in nutrition for the cheapest, biggest brand names type coffee?
5: All right. So, say, all right. So, ask me that question again.
1: What are the big brand names that are maybe the most economical? That's on stocks all of our shelves, right? That aren't local. That are massive. What are they? What can't they offer us that smaller batched, more local roasting can?
5: Yeah. Okay. I got you now. So basically, it's the difference in the in the taste, um, and that has a lot to do with the type of beans that are used um and and so for example one of one of the biggest like achievements whenever i'm doing anything in coffee is is and i hear this multiple hear this over and over is random people say oh i can drink that black and to me that's a win um when they don't ha- and i'm not knocking you know putting a bunch of cream and sugar in it um because i do that even with a dark roast but if Somebody can drink it black. If it's good enough of a taste quality that they can drink it black, then really get a lot of health benefits out of that.
1: All righty. Well, I take mine black every single day. I think you, it's the the cream and sugars for the week, and I'm gonna get some hate yeah. mail for for that. Yeah, I'm I'll, totally I'll joking. I was trying to
5: be nice. To be nice.
1: <laughs> I'm totally yeah. kidding on that. There, uh, my husband's wanted milk and sugar every morning, uh, but the conversations are still just as fun, regardless of how you how you take your coffee. Okay, if folks want to go and um, give humble a try, or follow what you're doing there in Boston, or listen to your podcast, where do we find it?
5: You can always go to HumbleCoffee.com for the podcast, just go to whatever, um, you know, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, any of that stuff, and, um, and it is up today. And if people, like, do all the fancy stuff, like follow, listen, rate, stuff like that today, then they enter for a chance to win a year of free coffee.
1: Well, that's pretty cool. That's a good uh, thing to to know. One question, though, Ken, before you go. With the higher moisture in Boston, does that change the roasting from Startville? someone asked?
5: Great question. It does. And so, for example, to get super technical but but quick answer for you, um, I will have to not add as much heat at the beginning of the roast as I usually would because I want the bean to... To warm up a little bit so that I'm not overcooking the outside of the bean and undercooking the inside, if that makes sense.
1: Sure. As long as it so, yeah, tastes good.
5: Super technical.
1: And it gets me connected with Jesus and I'm nicer That's to right. the people around me. That's what I need from a good cup of coffee. And I'm wishing you all the best. And I know Mississippi is behind you too. So we will be following how you do there in Boston. So please keep in touch and good. we will give the podcast a listen and support what you're trying to do at the greater coffee community and can't wait to hear how you how it goes so good luck
5: thank you Rebecca
1: all righty you guys stick with us though we got some more good things for you coming up next I
4: This is Joe Rooks. Create your own Gravely Zero-Turn More package and save big at Revelace
2: Hardware and Revel Outdoor Power. Pick your Gravely More, pick your trailer for as low as $97 a month. And for just $10 a month more, you can add a steel, trimmer, blower, and chainsaw. Plus, 0% interest. Revel is Mississippi's largest Gravely dealer, and that means great selection, savings, and service. Learn more at reveloutdoor.com and Facebook. Revel and Gravely, brands you can trust.
1: At Bob
0: Boyd Honda, we pride ourselves in getting our customers the best deals around.
6: Usually, that means when we're selling cars, but right now...
0: Bob Boyd is in the market to buy!
6: We're offering top dollar for pre-owned autos, trucks, and SUVs.
0: Come by, talk to our dedicated team, and discover what a great time it is for Bob Boyd to buy back your used vehicle. Any make, any model.
6: Whether you're selling or buying, at Bob Boyd Honda, you get a... Deal! Deal! This is the closing agro market report. At the close in the Cotton Exchange, May cotton was down 184 to 135.69. July cotton was down 137 to 132.60. At the close of the Chicago Board of Trade, May soybeans were down 11.5. To 16 19 and a half per bushel july soybeans are down 10 and a half to 1603 and a half per bushel may corn was down three and a quarter to 756 and a half per bushel July corn was down one and a quarter to 747 per bushel at the mercantile june live cattle was up 90 to one thirty four twenty two. august live cattle was up 105 to one thirty five seventy. may feeders up 95 to 159.95 august feeders up 132 to 172.70. And at this hour, Dow Jones is down 179 points, 34,461. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk, Mississippi Agri News Network.
4: I think the teacher's asleep. Looks like he's dreaming.
3: Man, I can't wait to hang up my team mascot.
4: <laughs> I-, I think he's having a nightmare. No, this is part of his lesson plan. He's trying to show us that calling Mississippi 811 before you dig is so easy, you can do it with your eyes closed. Call 811 two days before you dig, and let's have zero damages, zero injuries.
0: In Mississippi, we look out for one another because that's the Mississippi way. I'll be honest, not long ago, I was unsure about getting the COVID-19 vaccine because I had a lot of questions. And after talking to my health care provider, I got the answers I needed to make an informed decision about protecting myself and my community because that's the Mississippi way. Got questions? Get informed by visiting themsway.com or talking to one of the physicians with the Mississippi State Medical Association.
1: of good things to do in mississippi so go to visit mississippi.org to find out more and one of those fun events is coming up steve azar is bringing the second annual mockingbird songwriters music festival to the gin in leland this friday and saturday so bring your stadium chairs your blankets, your coolers, come out to enjoy some great music. If that sounds like a lot of fun for you, then go to a mockingbird dot dot Com. I was to say 2022. Well, you could, that would get you there as well, but 2022.eventbrite.com. Lots of good things. When you think about coffee, though, uh, which we were just talking to Kenneth about, and if you missed our conversation with him, you can go back and get it in podcast form while you are subscribing to his great podcast uh, that he would like for us to help him with. We've got ton here at Super Talk too. So the Gallows Show, Middays, Good Things, Sports Talk, uh, Eagle Hour, In a Mississippi Minute, Thunder and Lightning, Rebel Report. I know I'm missing one or two. So while you're searching for Coffee 101, also search Super Talk and hit subscribe all the way down and you'll never miss a show. But also too you can catch uh, great snippets of our shows and interviews over on Super Talk's YouTube page. And know Rhino does a stellar job for Middays and Good Things to make sure he gets the best of our guests in our show each up for you to go back and and enjoy. So if you don't ever want to miss one, hit the little bell button and you will subscribe and that will be um, that. But I joke about coffee being and it is my go-go juice. I mean, I know I am fully addicted to it, and life would be terrible for six to eight weeks. Um, I can't imagine the de- the detox that, that I would probably have to go through. Not just the actual caffeine, but the ritual of it, the smell of it, all the things that go into it. But he got me thinking about um, what good conversation really can come over a cup of coffee. Because usually you don't drink – typically you don't drink coffee fast. Maybe the first cup goes down a little fast in the morning to kind of get your eyebrows – going but if you are going to sit down and have a cup of coffee typically you're wanting it to last like it's a savoring sort of moment it's with a with the with a dessert or it's before you start your day and so who are those people in your life you enjoy having coffee with the most for me it's my spouse and then at family events, we do, we look forward to eating our meal, and my mother-in-law will be the first to say, now who's going to make a pot of coffee? And it goes on, and then the dessert gets cut, and we sit around and eat our pie or our cake or chocolates or whatever and have a three or four o'clock uh, cup of coffee that kind of winds down the family time. And that's when the real communication kind of, you know, starts or the, or the fun. So... I know you're not a huge coffee drinker, Rhino. You're not as, as married to it as I am, but ever have like a good conversation over a cup of coffee?
2: Oh, yeah. I've spent many an afternoon on the the front porch of a coffee shop just hanging out and enjoying coffee, but uh, I, I look at coffee as a, a tool, something to be used if I need the caffeine. I don't really think of it as that morning experience the way you do. Oh, yeah. But you describing how it makes you feel, and describing how, how you feel beforehand, I almost want to set up a, a skit, like a Saturday Night Live deal, where it's just pre-coffee conversations, where you just have the grunts and the ums and the... Uh, and just all of those nonverbal communications that happen before coffee.
1: You know when the mice and the pumpkin became like cinder like was poofed and that is kind of like the experience right like you go from you are you are stuck in a dungeon and your stepmother's mean to you and you only have rats to talk to and then bibbidi-boppity and you're in a beautiful gown and everything's great and he looks wonderful and you're gonna have the time of your life and then you know what happens that caffeine fix dies and you go back
2: (laughs) another way to look at that the clock will
1: strike midnight and it'll come on flying on down from you
2: from a certain perspective, what you're telling me is you enjoy ingesting mind altering substances early in the morning.
1: That are legal and cheap. <laughs> <laughs> that
2: is the crazy thing that we, we forget about because we're so used to the conveniences of, of modern society. But stuff like caffeine, coffee, or sugar were almost like, or in some instances, were drugs. <laughs> two people not that long ago in the grand scheme of things
1: and they have become completely intertwined in our culture and you know anything that you would remove and you would have a physical response to no longer getting it and you would with caffeine and some of you have a more connected relationship with it than you know than just in the morning but yeah just call me a good old druggie over here <laughs>
2: Pre coffee conversation. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm.
1: <laughs> Post coffee. Well, look alive. We're loving it. <laughs> yeah. All righty. Stick with us. You got more coming up next with Sports Talk from 3 to 6. Rhino and I will meet you back here, uh, well caffeinated, tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things.
5: Good things for you, good things for you.